0: I'm so triggered right now. You guys, I am okay. I have gotten a huge, huge appreciation for the foster parent community. I had no clue what you guys go through and I am just so grateful for all of you. So if you foster kids, if you are a foster family, I mean, my hats are off to you. So um, I work at a church and um, I do childcare at the church and I only work about four days a month. But uh, when people call out, they call me. Thankfully, tonight I actually was able to work. They called me in. It was a really rough night. I'm not going to lie. These are not our normal kids that we have. Um, these were foster kids and a lot of them had been in, you know, five to ten homes before they got to us. And I was in the three to five year old room. So let that sink in for a second. I mean, these kids are with, you know, different families all the time. They were so crazy, so chaotic, they wouldn't listen. It was not like the normal defiance. It was just chaos. And we had 20 kids in one room, small room at that. And they were just everywhere, I mean, It was like ants running. It was crazy. Thankfully, they had four of us in there. We had two volunteers, uh, teen volunteers, and then the two adult workers. But I left with such an appreciation for all of you who do this type of work. Um, I, I could cry right now for the heartache and hurt that these kids go through in the system. And it's just, it's not fair to them. It's definitely not fair to the foster parents because they're the ones that have to kind of deal with the backlash of all of the issues that come with the way that they are raised. Um, One boy, I was talking with him today and he said, um, can I be your grandson? (laughs) And I said, I'm not old enough to be your grandma. And he laughed at me and he says, well, I don't have a grandma. And I was like, well, that's okay. A lot of us don't have grandmas. And he was like, yeah, but I don't have a mom or dad either. And oh my God, you guys, this little boy was like five years old, and he said that to me. And I was like, "Well, you have your your foster family." And he was like, "Yeah." And he smiled, and he just went back to play. The other kids, um, there was one who gave me his whole life story. He was so cute, um, very smart, could read really well, and um, told me what school he went to. Told me he had been in three different houses before these foster families, and um, all that stuff. And the thing about fostering. Um, which, and it's funny cause I've actually considered fostering before. Um, but you don't realize just everything that's there. And those of you who do it, I am just so, so grateful to you because these kids really need love. I mean, they are so damaged and so hurt. Um, it's just, it's just heartbreaking and I'm driving home right now. It's almost 10 o'clock. Um, so I was there pretty late and I just, it just makes me so appreciative all all of you. And it really just makes me think about um, my kids and how like privileged and lucky they are, um, that they don't even realize, you know what I mean? Because they get everything given to them. They have a mom and a dad who love each other and, you know, have a pretty solid marriage for the most part, you know? Um, and these kids, some of them have never even seen their mom or dad, you know, uh, one of the kids, he just kept hitting other kids. And so it became a really big problem. Of course, you can't allow violence in the room. Um, so we went and kind of spoke to his mom and said, Hey, or his foster mom and said, Hey, you know, we can't keep him in the room if he's going to do this. Would you talk to him? So she talked to him and then she pulled us aside and said, well, he saw his real mom today and could, I could, I couldn't imagine. I'm, I'm a four-year-old boy going to see my real mom, knowing that you gave me away and then I'm still going to have to go home with these other people who aren't my mom and dad, you know? Now, there's some families that adopt that, you know, they are their parents. They, they are all they know and even though they're not their birth parents, they are their parents and that happens too. But these kids were fosters and they're in a specific foster program Um, So they are, we know going in that we may not see them again because they may go to a different family or they may go back to their parents. Um, You never know. Um, But my heart is breaking right now, you guys, just, just breaking for the pain. And so we, we pray, obviously we pray at snack time. This is a church after all. So I was, um, showing them my superhero prayer cause I used to work in preschool. So everything I do is all preschool based and, uh, fun with music and dancing and I'm goofy. <laughs> and, um, the teenagers loved me, you guys, by the way, when I used to do extended care, <laughs> they used to crack up because I would be so goofy with them. And then they'd always laugh at me cause I'd be like, you gotta go potty. And they'd be like, Ms. Sheena, we haven't had to go potty since we were five. <laughs> anyway, so I was teaching them the superhero prayer. Um, and this one kid, he was very like angry. You could tell in his face he was angry. He wouldn't really talk to anybody. I was trying to get close to him and, you know, just kind of get to know him. Hey, what's your name? I'm Miss Sheena. You know, he wouldn't talk to me. He wouldn't talk to anybody. He wouldn't really do anything. I mean, he came over to the table when we asked. and But he was just, you could tell his eyes were just glazed over. He wasn't there. So we were about to pray and I was like, all right, everybody put your arms up. And he didn't have his arms up. And I was like, go ahead, put your arms up. And I was like, we're going to pray. And he said, I don't pray to God. And I was like, oh, why not? And he was like, because he's mean. And I was like, oh my gosh. Think about that for a second, you guys. These kids, who else do they have to blame for their situation? I mean, I honestly don't know if I blame them. You know what I mean? Like, how would you feel if you're, you know, maybe they're getting abused or were getting abused before they were taken away from their home, you know, maybe they've just been in the system and never had actual parents until the foster home, like, and knowing that they will have to go to another home. I mean, I could imagine being mad at God and it just broke my heart. It broke my heart. Um, Because these are things that I never think about and I never consider and I never even would have given it even an inclination because you know we we live in our own little bubbles all of us you know i am worried about my kids i'm worried about feeding them and worried about working right i'm i'm so stressed out right now because i don't have a full-time job and yet here god is giving me these extra hours at my church and um, i'm grateful i'm grateful but wow did i have an awakening tonight you guys an absolute awakening it gives me so much more appreciation for all of you who foster I am so grateful to you guys and for those of you who adopt Wow you are amazing because it is not easy it's not simple I mean a lot of these kids come with issues and a lot of them have mental issues which is sometimes why they are out in the foster care you know some of them um, have some severe mental issues Um, so man you guys I just wish I could hug them all and take them all home with me. Um, it was hard. It was really hard. And just knowing what they are going through at such a young age. Again, my room was three to five. Um, so I had the babies. I had the babies and, and to know what they've been going through and the things that they'd seen. And it just it's just heartbreaking to me because my kids wouldn't even have known what they were talking about. You know what I mean? Like my kids are so sheltered. And I mean that in the nicest way. Like you know, my kids come home, they go to school, they go to church, they go to Girl Scouts, but they are never exposed to adult situations or adult language. You know, uh, once in a while a cuss word will slip now and then, but they don't know what they, what it means. You know what I mean? Like, so if they hear a cuss word on TV, they're not like, Ooh, that's a bad word. They don't even acknowledge it. Why? Cause we don't cuss in our house. So they don't know what the word means. They just kind of ignore it. Um, So it's just, oh my gosh, just to know these three to five year olds are so much more like experienced in life than even my 12 year old, um, in not a good way, you know, like, oh my gosh, you guys, oh, my heart is breaking. And I just wanted to come on here while I was driving home because I just, I'm in tears thinking about what these kids have gone through and I just wish, I just wish that I could do something for them, but a lot of times you can't. Even the foster families, and you guys probably know this if you are foster families, um, I used to do Kinder music, which is a kids music program, and um, one of my students, she was the cutest girl. Um, The parents had got her when she was three months old. They were foster parents. Three months old. She'd been there since she was three, or she was three at this time, so she was there since three months old, and now she's three. Um, Later in the year, the uh, mom came to me she was crying. And she says um, she has to go back to her her birth family. And I was like, what happened? And she told me, so her birth mom was in rehab. She had a really bad drug problem. So she was in rehab. And um, the dad would not sign off the rights even though he had never been in the picture. And um, so they couldn't legally adopt her until they had the, the rights signed off. Well, the mom wanted her back because she was out of rehab three years later. So this poor baby, does not know her mother at all she was raised by the foster home had to go back on Christmas Eve you guys Christmas Eve this baby girl had to go back to her family that she'd never met Um, a year later the mom went back into rehab for drug issues and now she is back in the foster care Um, now the thankfully the lady who had her before got her again and they are fighting diligently to get custody of her. They are trying to track down the dad. The mom actually um, said that she was going to give custody, so they have that. They are trying to track down the dad to give him uh, or get him to sign his rights over. So that's the issue. But it's it's such a hard system because there is nothing you can do in that situation. Like you want, she wants to adopt her. She doesn't want to put her back. She wants to adopt her. She wants her, and it's out of her hands. She can't keep her because legally it, the baby's not hers. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine ripping a baby out of someone's arms like that, you know, and that's basically what it was. So my heart goes out to all of you guys. Um, it is definitely, it is definitely a calling. And I saw that tonight. Um, it definitely takes a special person to be able to do this. And I just hands down hat off. I am so grateful for you guys. God bless every single one of you. Uh, because one night in a room of, of 20, of these foster kids. I need a beer. (laughs) I need a beer. Anyway, love you guys.